Welcome to the Go for Growth podcast, episode number three. Thank you for tuning in to listen to us today. My name is Gillian Askew, and I'm your host for today. I'm joined again by my colleague Lauren, who is your other host for today. If you've ever listened to one of our podcasts before, you'll know that Go for Growth is all about helping small local businesses and the voluntary sector to find and secure opportunities in the public sector that supports long-term growth ambition. So in today's podcast, we're talking about all of the things that are getting in the way of local providers being able to find and secure those opportunities in the public sector. And most importantly, we'll be talking through what's being done to remove those barriers. So if you're interested in either starting out working in the public sector for the first time or growing what you're already doing in the public sector, then this is definitely the podcast for you. So here at Go for Growth, we base all the support that we provide and all of the conversations that we have with our public sector colleagues on evidence-based intelligence. And that's important because it means that the barriers that we're describing today and in those conversations with the public sector aren't just what Lauren and I might think they are. They're the barriers as told to us by providers themselves. So if we get straight into a conversation about barriers, Lauren, you spend a ton of time uh, working with providers in the very first stages that they engage with us at Go for Growth. In your view, what would be the single biggest barrier that businesses are telling us that they're facing? So in my view, I, I believe that the largest barrier I'm made aware of from providers is understanding um, or being able to develop bid writing skills. A lot of providers that they haven't yet bid before or they have and they found the process quite tricky. Bid writing skills are the first thing that we seem to find come up in a request. Okay, cool. And, and I think it is important, and I don't know if providers are aware of this, but um, anything that the public sector advertises through um, their um, portals or when they're going out to market, and it can, it can be a tender process, a competitive process, known as a tender or a bid or a competition. And they can often start at pretty low value. So that could be 25,000 or in some cases, even 10,000 pounds that uh, you would need to go through some sort of competition process where those bit skills would be really useful and helpful for you. Um, and often if you haven't gone through a competition before, I guess that is hard to start with, isn't it? There is, there is a, I guess, a knack to being able to, to, to complete a bid and it's certainly very time consuming. So how many people have been telling us that they need bid writing skills so- on average? From the Go for Growth platform, 78% of providers that we have registered are telling us that they're struggling with bid writing skills or developing their bid writing skills. Yeah. And I think when we've asked in polls as well, that's been, it's always been really high up the agenda, hasn't it? Yeah. Okay. What else are they talking to us about in terms of things that they need in order to secure that entry or growth to the public sector? So basing this off of the Go for Growth platform data, our top five, um, barriers to overcome for providers. Number one being the bid writing skills, which we've just covered. And providers are also telling us that they are keen to understand how to actually demonstrate value to public sector buyers. Um, Other providers are telling us that they're not sure where to find the most um, appropriate public sector procurement opportunities. So whether that be where the opportunities are actually advertised, who they need to be speaking with, just overall where to find the opportunities and how to apply. Um, Again, so Providers are keen to learn more about their sector, actually, and how they compare with other competitors, their market leaders, that kind of thing, and also how they could actually market their business more effectively. Okay, those are they're big ticket items, aren't they? They're they're big things for for small providers who 
let's be honest, time is such a precious commodity when you're actually delivering the goods or services that your business is founded on to try and learn about all of that stuff. That is, it's a big ask, isn't it, on providers? Um, Absolutely. And it takes time to build those skills. Um, so go for growth. We are, on behalf of the public sector clients that we work for, we're trying to give support to those businesses who want to improve things like bid skills. What what kinds of things can providers get from go for growth So the, we offer support in a number of ways. Um, the main one being that we run masterclasses. So we run masterclasses around three times per year. Um, these masterclasses are also recorded and then uploaded to our YouTube channel. So any, but to be fair, that's that's not just for the masterclasses. Any webinars or online events that we host, we will record and then upload to our YouTube channels. So moving on to workshops from the masterclasses, we will run masterclass, sorry, workshops on, say, quality question, finding opportunities, anything that providers are telling us they'd like to, to know more about to help them overcome the barriers. We offer one-to-one support, so one-to-one mentoring sessions where we'll find out a bit more about the provider themselves, what kind of support it is that they're looking for, where they're at with their journey, and also to give providers a, an opportunity to understand us better. And then we also, um, we don't actually do bid review, but sometimes we will help businesses with specific questions relating to a bid. So say, for example, if there's a, a quality question based around social value, we can help the provider understand how to demonstrate how they they demonstrate social value okay and again i think there's some important things in there isn't there so we're not trying to create bid professionals around in small businesses what we what we what we're trying to do is give enough support resources coaching access to templates guidance there's tutorial videos events etc so that you've got a Providers have got access to everything that they need to be able to get through a competition in an effective way and have the confidence to be able to take part rather than turning the whole world into a a big set of bid professionals. That's not what we're trying to do. That's right. It's about building confidence so providers can just go out there and look for their opportunities, knowing where to look. And then once you do find somewhere, being confident that they're not unequipped to be able to do so if they do want to submit a bid. Yeah. And, And... Those barriers can often, I think, for providers very quickly put an opportunity in the too difficult space. Can't they? You can end, and I've, we've been there. We're a small provider. Um, and we've, we've been small providers in go for growth to the public sector for the last 10 years plus. So this is lived experience for us. Sometimes you can take a look at an opportunity and go, actually, it, it's too complicated or it's too time consuming, even though I, genuinely believe I've got value to offer and I genuinely think I could do this job I I don't think I can get through the process that's right I think as well looking at an opportunity sometimes for for the first time the paperwork that's in front of you for a smaller organization especially it would be easy I feel or for me when I first saw it to confuse with something that's going to take a vast amount of time and smaller providers may be under the impression that they just don't have the capability to complete the tender it can be overwhelming, can't it? You can, yeah. you know, often there's there's going to be lots of different things in that uh, process around uh, reading the specification, the the terms and conditions, the legal stuff that you're signing up to, um, finding it all in the first place through the portal. Um, again, I think when we've done polls in events before, asking um, people whether they're signed up to procurement portals, often a, the vast majority. Uh, of attendees aren't registered on portals and that means actually that 
there's a ton of providers out there that just aren't seeing those opportunities in the first place. Um, so quite a lot of the work that we're trying to do with the public sector is to make those opportunities much more visible, whether that's through social media. We'll still need to be in a procurement portal at some point because that's where you bid it. But actually, if you could see it on Facebook where you're most active or LinkedIn, if you're most active on there, that could be really helpful. Exactly. Yes. Just like you say, making the opportunities visible to providers, especially when a lot of people aren't sure where to be looking, us highlighting that or helping it be more visible is definitely important, I think. Yeah, no, agreed. Agreed. And if we then think about what the public sector's doing, so that's a lot about what we're trying to do. What's the public sector doing more generally? Um Again, providers may or may not be aware that the central government um, set a target, actually for central government departments only, um, but it is widely talked about across the, the wider public sector. But there was a target of 33% of all public sector spend to be directed to small to medium enterprises. Now, there's been a recent definition change, but the European definition of a small to medium enterprise is not to 249 employees. And a small business would be classed as not to 49 um, employees. But based on the public sector spend of um, uh, 280-ish billion per year, if that 33% was extrapolated across all of the public sector and across all of the provider market, that would constitute a £92 billion-ish market for small to medium enterprises. So there's a lot of money out there. There's a big opportunity in the public sector for providers. Um, and then actually, if you look at local areas or even big urban conurbations like London, more specifically, there's often targets um, to to base uh, on what the ask is from the public sector um, and the aspiration from the public sector. So the London mayor um, has, is really keen to develop a diverse supply chain with business being given to micro, small, local, diverse providers engaging the voluntary sector more. Around 20% of the spend in London uh, needs to flow through SMEs and VCSE. And in Go for Growth, we are partnering with um, upwards of 14 um, uh, public sector organisations, local authorities, NHS Trust. We're also working with central government departments in the justice system, for example, as well as big collaborative organisations who are letting big frameworks on behalf of, uh, of public sector. And they've all basically said, we want to work with Go for Growth because we're really committed to doing this. So in Barnsley, for example, we know that the 65% commitment to working with local providers, that's amazing. It is, really is. And that's mirrored right around the country. So one of the things I think that providers can have some confidence and some faith in is that the commitment is really there from the public sector. That aspiration is alive and well, and that there's so much going on around working through how we can help the public sector to be more accessible yeah. going and, forward. And I know that we've been developing more support recently based on the needs that providers are telling us about. I know we've discussed a bit more about what the providers are telling us they want to know more about at the well, to now in today's podcast. But would you mind giving us an overview of what we've actually got coming up? Yeah, sure. So in, in any public sector opportunity, um, at the front end of this competitive process, there'll be something called the standard selection questionnaire. 
And in the whole standard selection questionnaire, often shortened to SSQ, um, there are eight sections and it will cover all the general things that you would expect, like who are you, where are you, what kind of business are you, how big are you, are you a micro business, a SME, a voluntary sector organisation, are you a community interest company? It also looks through your ability to um, take part in this competition. So it will be looking for your experience in that particular sector or that particular category. It will be looking for um, references, past experiences, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then there are things called mandatory and uh, discretionary disqualification uh, that you work through. You'll be asked about whether you're using subcontractors, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you'll be asked about your insurances, your accreditations, your licenses, um, and potentially some policy stuff as well. And in every public sector competition, all or at least some of that standard selection questionnaire will be at the front end of the process. And often providers are saying to us, "That's actually, that's really time consuming. I don't know if I've got everything that I need in order to take part. And I'm really hyper aware that when I'm filling it out, there's this clock ticking because competitions don't necessarily stay open forever. So what we're doing at Go for Growth is going, right, okay, we know that everybody's going to have to go through at least some of this standard selection questionnaire, if not all of it. How can we help you prepare for that in slower time outside of a competition? Yeah. So by the end of November, we will be launching um, an update to our platform that actually physically takes a provider in confidence through the standard selection questionnaire. So you'll get to see what's in it. You can work through it. You can create a PDF version of it. And if you've got any questions or if there's anything that you are struggling with, the competition clock isn't ticking. So you can work with Go for Growth to get through it. Confidence building, I suppose, that confidence we covered. Building. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So doesn't matter if you have to ask one question, no questions or a hundred questions. Go for Growth will be there to support you all the way through it. So if you need a template for a policy that you might not already have, we'll help you with that. If you need a checklist that you haven't got, we'll help you with that. If you need to come along to a, a workshop or watch a video tutorial, it's all there for you to get you through it. And then the other thing that we talked about in terms of how do I demonstrate my value? How do I show public sector buyers that I'm ready to take part? Public sector buyers worry about things like supply chain resilience. They worry about whether whoever wins this competition can deliver it right throughout the, the whole of the contract. And so we've developed something called public sector supply readiness. Um, and the acronym for that is PSSR. And basically what that does is, again, in slower time, in confidence, outside of a competition, it gives a route for providers to work through checking that they've got everything in place that they need in order to be able to take part in a competition. Mm -hmm. It allows providers to find those gaps that might exist. They might not, uh, but if they do, then we can help you fill those gaps so that at the end of this process, you've got a little accreditation that says, I am public sector supply ready. I am ready to take part in a competition. Now, of course, that doesn't guarantee anybody any work, doesn't guarantee the public sector anything either. But what it does do is hopefully build confidence and readiness in the provider market so that when a competition opportunity arises, that you can just go for it yeah. really quickly. And it's not going to take you as much time as it would have from a standing start. You've got your ducks in a row. You're ready to go. And of course, to do that, we need to make sure 
excuse me, that there is enough materials in place. So we're creating and have created lots of tutorials, like you've talked about. If we have an event, we'll create tutorial videos accessible accessible to everybody. The guides that we create, we've got checklist templates. And in our self-service platform, all of that will be available. So as you work through this public sector supply ready and the standard selection questionnaire, all of that resource will be there for you to get as and when you need it. It's all available 24-7 and it's all free of charge. So all this support is funded by our public sector partners, the 14 or so organisations I talked about. That's their commitment to their local marketplaces so that the marketplace can get all of this great stuff and not have to pay for it. Yeah. And that covers Social value isn't new, but there's new things like carbon net zero. The requirements on providers is only growing. It's just getting bigger. So we we want all that value for money stuff. We want you to be able to write a brilliant tender. We want to understand your social contribution to your local community. We also want you to help us get to carbon net zero by 2050. And so actually getting providers ready to be able to talk about the great things that they're doing or think about what they can be doing if they haven't started on those things yet is really important. And they're, they're flowing through in every single competition, virtually regardless of value or size or, you know, length of contract. So yeah. these are things that will really help providers, I think, from go for growth. And importantly, it's all done outside of the competition to get ready for when you want to take part in something Absolutely. that's right for you. Cool. So. How would, Lauren, if, if somebody's listening and going, that's exactly the space that I'm in, I really need some help, this is great that it's free to me, how do I get started? How, how would people get in touch with us in the first instance? How do they get to Go for Growth? So Go for Growth are accessible in a number of ways. So you can contact us um, from our website, you can email us, you can call us. Um, for the initial chat with us, you can book a one-to-one mentoring session and um, the one-to-one mentoring session will be booked in our calendar via our online booking system, like I said, available via our online website um, or just our website. Um, you'll book the session in, it'll come into either myself or Jill's calendar. We will then see what the appointment, and as I've mentioned earlier, to understand more about your business or your organisation, what your needs are, where you're at with the process of tendering. Now, if you are anywhere or if, you, if you've not started, that's also perfectly fine. Um we're available via social media, so you can contact us through social media. The messaging channel's not so much, but we are active on social media. We're posting about upcoming events that we've got. That's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, we also have our Eventbrite page, which you can follow to see upcoming events. I mean, that's that's great. And I think um, hopefully with the addition of the podcast, there's audio, video, there's lots of different ways to to get in touch with us and to get the help. And so I think one thing I would say to providers, we've talked about five barriers today. There's way There are more than five, obviously. So if you're listening to this going, actually, it's not those things that I'm struggling with. It's this thing that I'm struggling with. I can always guarantee you won't be alone. It will be something that we've no doubt struggled with and others are as well. So if you are finding that you want to do more in the public sector or you want to even look at the public sector to start with, uh, do just get in touch with us. We are we are definitely here to help. Um, we are doing the podcast, what, monthly? So our next episode will come out 
Yeah, usually once a month. So when the episode recorded today will be out the first end of the first week in November. Um, so once per month, usually the first week of the month. Okay, cool. Um, the podcast can be accessed on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, I think. Is that right? Spotify and Apple um, Podcasts are the, the main two. We are actually um, live on other channels, but those are the main two. Hosted by a, um, a provider called Buzzsprout. Um, if you were to visit the Buzzsprout website, you'd be able to see all the directories that were on. Okay. And if you um, follow on Buzzsprout, then you'll automatically, or via any of those mediums, you'll automatically get to know when there's a new episode released. Um, and so next time, I think what we'll we'll be talking about next time will be the conversations that we're having with our procurement colleagues and what we're doing to take this evidence and intelligence out of the Go for Growth program, how we work with our procurement colleagues um, to help affect positive change for this me provider market. And I think that's everything we wanted to cover today. So thank you for listening. If you've got this far, that's brilliant. We hope you've really enjoyed this episode. Do give us a shout if we can be in of any help. Um, Lauren, as always, it's been a pleasure chatting with you about procurement stuff. Likewise, thank you. No worries. And we'll see you all next time. Thank you. Thank you.